Studios is bumming with Bobcat with your host, Bum Wine Bob. Alright, 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 this is Bum Wine Bob coming at you with an all new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And you know, we are six weeks through the NFL season, and it's been quite a different season compared to seasons of the past. But to help us, you know, analyze what we've been through already this year. We have a special guest joining us this week. He is the host of the Scoop and Score podcast. Jacob Herbert is here with us tonight. Uh, Jacob, how are you, man? Good. How are you, Bobcat? I'm doing good. Doing good. You know, thanks. Thanks for coming on here. Uh, you know, you know, welcome, welcome to the the BWB uh, team. Yeah, I am excited to be here. Glad to talk some football. Yeah, and you know. As of right now, as of we are recording this here, he is the current leader in the BumWineBob.com NFL Pick'em League. So Hell maybe yeah. we'll, we'll we'll try to uh, you know maybe get a little sneak peek in there and dive into the brain <laughs> of what it takes to be the <laughs> the the leader in the uh, the, the Pick'em League. But, but yeah, you know you know before we get into things, you know I mean I know you're you know fairly new into the podcast world. You know you're 27 episodes into to your show. Um, I mean, what made you want to go down the podcast road and start your own podcast? I mean, really, it's just uh, me and a couple buddies of mine, uh, of course, drinking, uh, always talking about football. And, uh, of course, uh, when you're drinking, you think you know a little bit uh, more than you do. <laughs> but uh, we're like, hey, we might as well make a podcast out of this. And, uh, you know, if uh, it doesn't go well, guess what? We're still going to be talking about football, so... Uh, that was kind of the mindset going in, and then it's grown and stuff, and now we're just really excited about it and uh, just happy to be talking football, glad that football's uh, here, that it's happening, and uh, having a good time doing it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was, you know, everybody was kind of worried, you know, going into the season this year, you know, with all, with all the COVID and everything going on, and will there be a season, will there not be a season? We've had some some scares, you know, throughout the season so far, six weeks in, uh, postponements, shuffling of the schedule. I mean, like last week I was, I was going to do my picks and I'm like, wait, there's no Thursday game on. I was like, I was all ready for Thursday night football. And I'm like, Oh wait, there's no game this week because they had to shuffle everything around. I'm like, okay, it's, it's to be expected. You know, it's, uh, it's the way of the world these days. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of all that stuff, uh, all the NFL guys, finding a way to, like, make it so every team has, like, still has a bye week, fitting all the games in, I don't know. It's weird to keep track of, and 
I guess that's the world we're living in. <laughs> yeah, and especially when they come out and they say, like last week, it was like the Colts, you know, positive case. Then you're like, oh, okay, all right, this game's going to be canceled. And it's a day later. Oh, wait, never mind. You know, <laughs> yeah. False, false positive. You know, but a staff member gets it. And it's like you're, you're just waiting, seeing these news, you know, tidbits come through. And it's like, all right, is it is there going to be a game? Is there not going to be a game? Uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's, I mean, it's hard to explain it. I mean, you know, hopefully one day we'll, we'll look back on it and be like, Oh, remember, remember 2020? Uh, that, that was good times, right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we'll be looking at it very fondly, uh, in the future, but, but speaking of, uh, of drinking, what are you, uh, what are you drinking on tonight? Uh, taking, uh, some bush lattes in. Uh, oh, nice, nice, yeah, nice. It's an Iowa specialty. Yeah, I, I know they, I know they, they love their bush lattes out there. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> what are you drinking? Oh, I'm cracking open another one here. I got a, uh, a Yingling Oktoberfest, uh, that I'm drinking on here, uh, tonight. It is the bumwinebob.com beer of the week, the, the most mm. recent one, so... So yeah, it's been a been on a little bit of a, a Yingling kick recently. Now, I don't know. Do you, do you guys have Yingling out there or, or not? I don't know. Is that one of the states they don't distribute it to? I, I can't keep track of that either. Uh, yeah, I have never heard of that. <laughs> okay, then I take that as a no. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because because Yingling is it's a Pennsylvania based beer. Now I'm in New Jersey, oh, and. Nice. Now they only distribute this to certain states uh, have Yingling, but I know they recently, I believe they signed a deal with, uh, I believe Molson Coors to start doing a more widespread distribution of the beer. So maybe, maybe it'll start to head out your way. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'll have to write but, that beer down so I can try it. Yeah, yeah. Add it, add it to the list there. Uh, <laughs> but but hey, you can't go wrong. A little little bush light. You know, it gets the job done. You know, it's a beer you can drink all day, and you know, not get too not get too wasted. You know, too quick. So it's the perfect day drinking beer. True words have never been spoken. Because <laughs> what what your is that like your go to type of beer, like like a Bush Light or are are you a fan of other types? I mean, what's your you know your your beverages of choice? Uh, Bushlight is definitely the, uh, the choice one, but also, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not too fancy with my, uh, drinking. I, I drink, uh, Coors Light, uh, Michelob Ultras, uh, Natty Light, uh, Bud Light. I mean, pretty all, all basically basic. Yeah, basic. Time, but. <laughs> okay. You're not one of those, those fancy, you know, high rolling, you know, IPA, uh, craft beer drinkers. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you you fit right in with the crew over here. You know me. I'm uh, I'm on the the budget beer spectrum of trying to drink cheap and you know cheap beer, your natty light, you know thing things like that that will get the job done, and you'll be saving a, a pretty penny, you know, in the process. Exactly. I feel right at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so everybody listening out there, crack crack one open, and and join in the fun. So, you know, as we say, you know, we're six weeks into the NFL season here. Now, is there any, I guess, uh, in your mind, any shocking uh, 
I don't know, trying to figure out how to say it here, shocking revelations or or shocking teams that you you've seen, you know, come up that you think came out of nowhere that you didn't expect to be as good as they are? Uh, I guess the first one would probably be uh, Seahawks. I mean, that's a big one just because they're undefeated. Uh, I didn't expect Pete Carroll to kind of unleash Russell Wilson like he has. Uh, He's a pretty run-based coach. So, I mean, seeing him open up the uh, field with Tyler Lockett and obviously DK Metcalf's a pretty pretty good uh, wide receiver and stuff. So, uh, I mean, that's been pretty surprising. Um, The Steelers just the way that their defense looks and then the impact of Big Ben, even though he's not throwing for a ton of yards like he usually does, just kind of the presence of him there and kind of running that offense is probably why they're undefeated. And, I mean, ahead of uh, the Ravens and the AFC North, that's pretty impressive. So I'd say those two teams, even though they're undefeated, so, I mean, that's a pretty easy choice. I mean, those are two teams that I didn't expect to be undefeated through uh, six weeks. So, yeah, I'm with you on Pittsburgh. Definitely. I did not expect to be uh, undefeated. It seemed like the past couple of years, you know, I know Ben was hurt, you know, last year for the most part, but that was a team I did not expect to, uh, you know, see start off the season the way they did. And, and kind of like going in six weeks into the season now, and what I said back, we did an NFL preview podcast, you know, before the season started and, you know, without preseason games or a real off season this year, you're kind of waiting to see, like, you know, it's going to take, you know, like four weeks, five weeks for the teams to really get in that rhythm to see, okay, who's the real deal and who isn't. And I think, you know, now six weeks in, we'll kind of see who the real favorites are and, you know, who are kind of those, you know, you know, quote unquote, you know, fake, you know, you know, teams that might be in the top of their divisions now but you know in six weeks from now they'll be in the middle of the pack yeah uh, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Chicago Bears because every win that they get I keep thinking are they actually good I mean Tampa Bay was uh, an impressive win Um, officiating kind of helped but uh, a quality win Uh, they beat some decent teams I just don't know what to think about them I, I can't can't trust them. I mean that that's the whole thing with the Bears. I mean, I mean with with Nick Foles, you know, out there, it's like uh, I don't know. I I just I don't trust them. I don't have faith that in the long run they could keep that going. You know, that's the the whole thing. It's just I'm I'm not sold on them. I know it's it's so hard to tell with that team. Yeah, there's stuff like that where you look and you're like, okay, you're getting some good wins, and then you kind of, you know, squeak out some of them, but then they have, you know, some games, you know, and it's like, you think they're going to do a lot better, you know, because what was the game, you know, before the last one where, uh, what's this here? See, I got ads playing in the background, trying to click on links here, you know, causing trouble. (laughs) Yeah. because it was the uh, the was that the Thursday night game they had a few weeks back. I'm trying to think uh, of what it was. Was that the Buccaneers game? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that one was like, okay, you know, are they? You think that they're gonna do better, but then it's like, nah, you know, I just just don't. 
you know, it's like they squeak by, you know, over the Bucks. But it's like, uh, I don't know. It's just some, something with them. I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. I mean, I think if we had the same conversation in a few weeks, you know, I could see them as being one of those teams that goes down to the, you know, middle of the pack in the process. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what also are your thoughts about uh, the Indianapolis Colts? Because I know they have, like, the. I think they still have the number one defense after fa- facing the Bengals uh, this past week. But uh, and their line's amazing. Um, they have a uh, probably middle of the pack receiving core. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's a stud, but just Philip Rivers. Uh, I don't know if he still got it. And I mean, that's a team that's uh, kind of it's built to win. Uh, defense line, uh, receiving core. It's 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 made to win that division this year. Obviously, the Titans are playing uh, really good football right now. Right, but, right. Like, if if you're the Indianapolis Colts, are you trading for a quarterback? Like, I, I mean, I don't want to throw out any names of uh, possibly people uh, like, but maybe like a Carson Wentz, or if uh, Falcons are in rebuild mode, uh, maybe Matt Ryan. I don't, I don't know. Or do you turn to uh, Jacoby Brissett? I mean, I think Rivers could could be you know good enough to get the job done for him. I mean, as long as you don't ask him to do too much, you know, it's that quote unquote, you know, you know, game manager role. I mean, he's showing he can still, you know, you know, play well. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, certainly not up to, you know, how he was a few years ago, but if you have the rest of the team around him, that can, you can get a good run game going, you know, you can get some, you know, I mean, maybe they're a team that maybe tries to get a receiver, you know, in the, uh, you know, trading for somebody. I mean, I don't know uh, who will be out there on the market, you know, for the for the trade deadline. But maybe something like that could certainly help out them and kind of bump them up to the next level. Maybe like A.J. Green. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, I mean, he, A.J. Green had a good showing this past week, you know, coming, mm-hmm. you know, back from, you know, the dead. I mean, he's, he's, he's on my fantasy team and, you know, just kind of, you know, been sitting on the bench and then, you know, popped up, you know, last week, and it's like, oh, hey, you're, you're still out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of players like that uh, this year. Yeah, I think I, I think I had I had to play A.J. Green. I don't know if it was like week three or something, and I think um, he got a nice, you know, whopping, you know, like 15 yards or something, and I'm like, ah, thanks. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, miss, I miss the old elite uh, A.J. Green, but maybe... Maybe, you know, he's kind of getting back. I mean, mean, you missed a whole season last year, Mm -hmm. and that's the same thing we said. You know, you missed a whole season last year, no preseason games. It's going to take you a few weeks to get your footing back. So, you know, fingers crossed that maybe he's kind of, you know, certainly I don't think he'll be putting up the numbers he used to. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if he can just be that solid, you know, capable, reliable receiver, and maybe that is somebody that, you know, Indy, you know, would go out and try to trade for, you know, something like that to, you know, get some extra pieces there to try to get that push to to win now. Yeah, that would be uh, pretty exciting to watch him as a red zone target for Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, what, I mean, who's your, I mean, do, do you have your own favorite team? Or, I mean, I, I mean, I know you're out there, you know. In Iowa, so. <laughs> uh, 
I started watching um, probably mid-2000s, and, uh, of course, I'm going to pick a team that's actually playing well. So I uh, have been a Patriots fan for that long. Ugh, ugh. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no one likes to hear it, but yeah, no, nobody does hear that. I, uh, and I'm a I'm a Jets fan. I've been a Jets fan since day one, and having to sit through the debacle of well, the, the, this season debacle, and you know, <laughs> every other season debacle. With no, the, I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. You, you get used to it after a while. You kind of get numb to it. And you, <laughs> you you go into the season hoping for the best, and it it never turns out in your favor. So, yeah. uh, I, I hope. You, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so do Jets fan fans like now that Le'Veon Bell's gone, are they still wanting Adam Gase fired, or are you guys all like for him now because maybe there's not so much uh, locker room distractions anymore? No, I, I want Gase out of there. I mean, I, I think the majority of Jets fans you look at out there still want, you know, Gase gone. I mean, I don't think I don't think Bell was the problem. And, and ever since the Jets hired Gase last year, it was like, you know, really, this is the guy you're you're hiring to to coach the team, and <laughs> and, and, and and here we are in year two, and it's not any better. It's gotten a lot worse. And after the debacle of the game that the Jets had this past weekend, you know, uh, scoring a whopping zero points and mm-hmm. uh, and getting shut out. I mean, that's just it's it's just the uh, disgusting and just scary at this point to see. It's like how how much how low can they go? <laughs> uh, so like with like uh, Le'Veon Bell getting released and then uh, Adam Gates like still like being there do you think that the gm will get uh fired as well uh because he has kept gase around this long i don't know i mean it's a good question um because you know i mean i think the gm has has tried to make some some good moves in trying to rebuild the team and i don't know if that's one of those situations where you know the the gm and the and the coach aren't you know tied together mm-hmm. and you could see you know where okay the the coach gets canned and maybe the gm gets to to bring in somebody that he wants to to coach the team that he thinks would be a better fit so yeah. i mean i i don't think in, in the jets case i don't think the the gm would be in any you know danger i mean it's still uh you know the mind-boggling you know situation of you know you know releasing bell i mean i i get the the attitudes and the the distractions and stuff like that. And it's like, well, either the coach goes or the player goes. And I guess the easiest thing to do at, at this point is to, you know, just get rid of the player. And you, you would have hoped that they would have at least, you know, traded them and, and got something for them instead of just, you know, releasing them. But uh, that's the Jets for you. Uh, when, when you've been dealing with this your whole life, you're, you're used to the the mind-boggling decisions that <laughs> the front office makes. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, I guess the Le'Veon Bell signing wasn't uh, that GM either. It was right before he uh, got that position. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, because he took over right after the draft, you know, last year, which was also, you know, the – I mean, a lot of it is to, you know, the ownership in the you know the front office too that's like, okay, why – 
going back to last year, okay, why did you go through a draft with one GM and then decide, okay, we're letting him go, <laughs> then bringing in somebody else after? Couldn't you have made this decision, you know, a month or two prior to this? But yeah, that's super strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we we could we could probably sit here for you know four days, you know, talking about. Uh, mind-boggling Jets decisions over the years. <laughs> <laughs> that that is very true. Yeah, so you know maybe we'll maybe we'll move on, and I'm, it's, it's just going to cause me to drink more the more we uh, <laughs> we we talk about the, uh, the talk about the Jets. But <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I know I know one team I was I've been kind of surprised about with their slow start, and it's always a team every single year I kind of pick to get to the Super Bowl and and kind of for the for the quarterback just to kind of see him win one more uh, on a high note and that's the Saints and and Drew Brees in the past two years going into the season I've I've picked the Saints to to make it to the Super Bowl and you know I've I've been wrong the past two years I mean they're three and two right now and you know not not that bad. I mean, they're you know they're in second place in the NFC South, so it's not like they're at the bottom of the you know the division or anything like that. But it just seems like you know with Breeze and and another had their bye this week, so maybe he comes back a little more rejuvenated. But I mean, do do you think it's the end for Breeze? And do do, do you think he has like a run in them this year, or you think it's kind of the you know he's older now? You think it's the end of the line for him? Um, I mean, he, uh, he's been playing without Michael Thomas as top, uh, wide receiver. So I, I do think that will, uh, help the offense a lot. I think, uh, obviously Michael Thomas's production, it'll take, uh, top corners off of Emmanuel Sanders, who, I mean, it's hit or miss right now, but, uh, definitely can be a great, uh, wide receiver too for them. Uh, Alvin Kamara is playing at a great level. And then I don't think the defense has really played to uh, kind of the, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Just the expectations of uh, right, what they right, are. Right, right, yeah. Uh, Lattimore and Cameron Jordan and all the playmakers, Janoris Jenkins, um, who's the safety that they just signed from the Eagles? Uh, Malcolm Jenkins. I mean, a lot of great playmakers on that Saints defense, and I just don't think they've uh, played up to it yet. So, I mean, I am excited to uh, see them coming off the bye because I do think that they will be a better team. Uh, they've had some not-so-great losses. But, uh, no, I do think that Breeze has another run in him. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad bet to uh, bet for him to be a Super Bowl champion and go out like uh, Peyton Manning did. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of jumped too quick to conclusions and said, you know, we had that, you know, uh, not so great ge- uh, game. Uh, it was either week two or week three, mm-hmm. and then every sports show you heard was, oh, is is Breeze done? Is this the end? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you have one bad game, and then they say, oh, is he too old to to play anymore? Is Father Time catching up to him? And then he comes back the following week and he puts on, you know, a decent showing. Uh, without Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. so it's like you said, you got you know, Thomas Kamara, you, you got some weapons around him there, and a lot of it, I think, like you said, does go on the defense and say, you know, they're not playing up to the expectations of what people thought uh, they would be doing this year. So I, and I, I hope you know you want to see him. I mean, it's a, it's one of those teams that I mean, at least for me, I'm like, oh, you know, you know, it's a 
good overall crew. And, you know, you say, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing them, you know, get to the uh, get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I am a Patriots fan, but I'm also, uh, I do like Drew Brees. Uh, always seemed like a good guy. And uh, just that Saints team in general, um, I don't know. You got to root for them. It's just something about them. <laughs> now, now, does that conflict with you now? Are you more of a Patriots fan or were you more of a Brady fan? I mean, now, you know, with Brady and Tampa and, you know, down in that same division as the Saints, you know, that would be a little you know, conflicting for you there. I mean, can you can can you separate the two or I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> I am still a uh, Brady fan. I want to see him do well uh, with the Buccaneers. Yet I still want to see uh, Bill Belichick do well without Tom Brady. So, I mean, it's a back-and-forth struggle internally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if it ends up being Patriots and, and Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, then, I mean, cool. I know, you've, I mean I'm, I'm sure you'll probably go you know, Patriots at that point, but... But still, it's it'd be a tough one to to call for you there. I mean, it, yeah, I have no it. idea what I would do. <laughs> yeah, you know, say I could. Can we just tie? And you know, we're we're all winners here. Every, everybody gets a trophy. You know, these days, you know, it's just you're all here. You made it. Everybody's a champion. Yeah, I'll just wear my uh, Patriots jersey. That's a that's a Gronk jersey. So I'll feel yeah, like yeah. I win both ways. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There you go. Say, see, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm winning here. We're all winners here today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, as, as I said, you know, you are the, the current leader in the Pick'em League. Now, do you have any, I don't know, any, I didn't want to say tips or tricks for for people picking NFL games. Do you have any sort of a strategy that goes into you're picking me, and anybody who's listening, you know, you probably heard me say it many times. You know, we do the NFL Pick'em League. We just do straight up Pick'em. You know, we're just picking winners. There's no point spreads, nothing like that. I mean, uh, do you do a lot of other, like, uh, picking and gambling-wise? Like, do you, are you a big, you know, DraftKings guy or, you know, just doing game pickums and spreads? I mean, do you do a lot of gambling otherwise or you just do a lot of things just for fun uh i do use uh DraftKings sportsbook um i probably put it down like five bets uh every sunday um been on a kind of a hot streak lately so feeling good about that maybe that's uh it's a good of, thing uh, it's a good yeah thing. i mean it's uh translating to uh your pick'em league yeah <laughs> but, uh, i would say uh if i had a tip which I mean, it, I mean, it definitely could be luck too. Who knows? Right, right, uh, right. <laughs> uh, I would say, don't be, don't be the guy that like, uh, what have they done for me now? Look at like the quality of the team. Like, uh, let's say Bills lose or just lost two in a row. All right, uh, Bills, and then people might be like, oh, Bills. Uh, apparently, we're like fake. They're not doing as well. Uh, Maybe not the greatest example for week seven because they are facing the Jets, so I feel like that might be an instant win. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Here's a here's a spoiler, you know, pick the pick the Bills this week over the <laughs> Jets. Well we'll give that one to you free of charge. But I mean just uh kind of just removing from past week and who you think's gonna win. Uh I said or I picked uh, Miami over 49ers. Um 
in week five, uh, just because Dolphins have been playing close with everyone. They played close with the Patriots. They were like three points away from the Bills, who's a quality football team, seven points away from the Seahawks, who's undefeated. And then obviously the 49ers were banged up. So I, I was like, oh, this this Miami team's like a quality team. I feel like uh, they could make a run at it. Well, it turns out they beat them by uh, 26 points. So I looked kind of smart on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you can come back and say, look, I called it. I picked them here. I knew it was going to happen. And people are like, oh, man, this guy really knows what he's talking about. I got, I got to listen to his podcast. <laughs> there we go. That's perfect. Yeah, see, you want your, you want your tips, you know, and you want, you want to pick the, the inside scoop on what games to pick. You know, just listen to the, the, scoop, the scoop and Score podcast that will get you covered right there. You'll be r- rolling in the, in the dough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that'd be probably my only tip. And then, obviously, uh, just kind of looking at matchups and stuff. But I'm sure anyone that's betting or doing pick em leads or uh, doing that stuff anyway. So Yeah, yeah. And, and I think what what you said kind of, you know, hit the nail on the head is the, you know, the what have you done for me lately always kind of gets people, you know, uh, caught up in it. You know, mm-hmm. you look, like you said, you know, you look at a team and say, oh, you know, they've lost, you know, two in a row. Well, you know, I don't think they'll, they'll win this week. And then as soon as that game kicks off, I mean, I don't know how many times I'll look back and I'll be like, you know what? I should have picked <laughs> the other team. And like, it's like you had that feeling in your gut, like, oh, maybe I should have picked, you know, uh, you know, Atlanta or something over, you know, somebody else. And you're like, oh, well, I should have done that. And <laughs> it's like last week, like, yeah, that was pretty much the, the game, you know, the, the Atlanta, you know, Minnesota game, mm-hmm. like, Atlanta came off the last game where they were just like horrendous. Mm-hmm. And then Minnesota hasn't been, you know, too hot either. And I was like, oh, well, you know, Minnesota's the favorite, you know, all right, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go with that. And then as soon as that game kicked off, like that first touchdown Atlanta scored, it was like, oh, I see the way this game's going. It's like, I should have made the other, I should have went with my gut and, you know, went with the team that I thought, you know, was the better team and had the better chance to win. But nah, you know, it's the name of the game. You you're gonna, you know, you you're gonna kick yourself in the ass, you know, all the time related to pick'em or or fantasy. Yeah, you can win as much as you want. That one loss, and you're like shit. I know. <laughs> There's like you know, like I had on. I mean, it still wouldn't have got me a win this week. But I had, I didn't play. I had Julio on my on my bench mm-hmm. in my my fantasy league. And, you know, after that first touchdown, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, he got a touchdown, you know. It was the first quarter. Yeah. And, you know, next thing you know, oh, here's another one. And then the yard <laughs> pile up. It's like, you know, 32 points later, it's like, ah, yeah, probably should have played him. But it's like, okay. <laughs> but then it was at least one of the, the situations where it's like, okay, even if I would have played him, I still would have lost. So it's like, all right, it's just that when you, you're kicking yourself in the ass, when you're like, if I played that guy, I, I would have won, and that's, you know, you're just fighting yourself the whole time. Yeah, anyone that plays fantasy football knows exactly what you're talking about. It, it's 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 the it's what comes with the territory with it. It's like, oh, I should have played that guy, and I would have won, but at least it's if they got the points and you still would have lost, you're like, all right, well, it sucks he was on my bench, but hey, I still would have lost, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh 
I hate it. <laughs> I know. It's it's all for the fun of the game, you know, and all that that stuff that goes with it. I mean, uh, I mean, are you a big, you know, I mean, I'm the big fantasy guy as well. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Um, I think I'm in three regular leagues, and then I just started up a uh, dynasty league this year. So oh. that's something new for me that uh, I did just to with uh, how I make my trades and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm in, uh, I'm in a dynasty league. that We've, we've been running a dynasty league uh, for 15, uh, four, 14 years now. Wow going with the the same same dynasty league since we did our first you know dynasty draft i mean we had been playing for maybe maybe five years uh four or five years prior to that just doing uh just standard you know yearly and then we decided oh we're doing a dynasty league so yeah so it's been you know since i think it was since 2006 okay uh, started the dynasty league and, uh, it, it does take a lot of, uh, you know, planning and, you know, for the future and saying, okay, well, you can make these moves now to try to win now, or you're trying to, you know, get draft picks and move for the future. I mean, I mean, Hey, I, I, I've been, I did my three peat this year. I've been, I was the league champion for the past three years. Oh shit. To this season. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm sitting at three and three right now, so I don't know that the clock might be ticking on my uh, <laughs> uh. On, on my run here uh, for for this year. But I mean, hey, a three peat you, you can't go wrong, so I I can't really complain too much about that. No, that's impressive as hell. I've never done that. Yeah, no. I don't know. Will I ever do it again? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it now. I know, I know. I can at least, you know, enjoy the the rest of this season until that that championship game this year that either I may or may not be a part of, and then okay, next year I can hand off the the trophy to to somebody else and say, all right, here you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm at that that spot now where it's like, okay, do I try to you know move some guys and maybe you know get get younger or get draft picks in the future. So it's, it's that that tough spot when you're like, okay, you're in the middle of the pack right now, three and three. Uh, what what do you do? Do you try to, you know, like the Colts or somebody, like do you try to, you know, trade for now and try to get that last championship, or do you just, you know, be like the Falcons and say, okay, we're gonna just sell off the team and plan for the future? Yeah, I'm a uh, two and four in uh, my dynasty league. Uh, I mean, I got young guys like uh, A.J. Brown, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs. And, I mean, I'm not performing well this year, but I was like, I can't trade anyone because I got, like, too good of young pieces. Right, right. You have you have that solid core in there mm-hmm. now, and then you don't want to start trading guys and trying to chase a championship that, you know, you may or may not get. And then next year you're like – well, that sucks. I should have traded all those guys away, and I still lost. Yeah, if all those guys hits, I could uh, be like you and three-peating here soon. Yeah. So. <laughs> Cross my fingers. Yeah, no, hey, good good luck to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the luck of the draw. It really is. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going through here. I'm looking through the, the list here. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going through the uh, yeah the, the matchups we have coming up this week. I mean, hey, we got our we got our Thursday night game back this week. I mean, as of right now, we have a a normal schedule for for week seven. Uh, let's see if <laughs> if any of that gets changed uh, between now and uh, and Monday. You know, without any wacky you know Monday night doubleheaders or Tuesday games or no Thursday games. It's it's just been uh, been crazy trying to like you say keep up with everything and. Uh, and especially when it comes to setting lineups for for fantasy, when I say, okay, well, is this game happening now, or is it moving, or is it postponed? I mean, luckily for for most of my players, I haven't had to deal with any of the the postponements to different weeks, because I mean, that can really be a uh, a pain in the ass to have to to deal with. Yeah, it scares me. Like on those Tuesday night games, like. Uh... Uh, what was it, Bills and Titans uh, this past week. Uh, yeah, I had no idea whether I had to play them. I, I thought that the Titans would have to uh, take another bye week. I was like, I'm not playing any Titans because yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be stuck there on Tuesday and then I get a zero. Right, that, that's the whole thing. It's like, okay, if you have, you're leaving these guys, you know, for even, you know, Monday or you know, if it, in that case, you know, Tuesday game, and it's like, well, what if something comes up and then that game gets postponed and you're you're stuck, you know, taking a zero for, you know, that player, which is like, well, he should have played, but there was no game, so it's not like it's his fault. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. That's probably something, like, the commissioner might have to do, like, oh, if it's a Tuesday night game uh, and you played some guy – Maybe we can sub someone off your bench or something. Yeah, that, that's kind of what, what what our league kind of came up with was. Uh, I mean, it's it's not going to make everybody happy. Whatever you know, resolution you come up with, it was like, yeah. I mean, if a game gets canceled and at the last minute, we'll sub in the the player on your bench with the, in that same position that has the highest point total. I mean, it's. It's not a foolproof, you know, plan, but it, it's something to try to to get through. I mean, and some people liked that idea. Some people didn't. They was like, oh, well, you could do like an average of, you know, the players on your bench with that position. But and then we were like, oh, you could like say, OK, put in beforehand saying, oh, this is my second pick who I would play if this guy was on a bye week or something. But then the commissioner has to keep track of all these people that they're submitting saying, okay, this is my second pick, you know, third pick of players that I can fill in that roster spot. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's a pain. Yeah. I don't uh, envy any commissioner that has to go through that. Yeah. yeah I mean, ho- hopefully not. Hopefully, you know, knock on wood, we can make our way through the, the rest of the season without any, uh, big schedule shakeups, at least at the last minute, you know, at least if they get it out there, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, at least before, you know, the Sunday games and say, okay, we're, we're moving this game to, you know, Tuesday or to this following week. And these guys have bye weeks now. Mm-hmm. Then I guess we'll see how it plays out where they say that they're open to adding a, an 18th week to the season. If need be, uh, if, if, if schedule-wise, things get all bent out of shape. So, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. 
Yeah, I definitely expect that uh, 18th week to uh, come into play, uh, especially for guys that were forced into a early uh, bye week like the Titans or Steelers or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to to see how it uh how it plays out. So, so who right now? Who would who is your pick? Who would you say you know going into week seven? What would be your Super Bowl pick right now? What what do you think the matchup would be? Hmm, that is a tough one. Uh, Super Bowl pick. Uh, I. I think I'm going to go uh, Green Bay Packers on this one. I know they uh, kind of had a – they got their ass kicked. Yeah, they had a little, bit of a, a little bit of a dud uh, this week, but could uh, just be one of those, you know, just bad weeks. Yeah, I mean, they didn't look good, but uh, I do think that that offense is uh, crazy good. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams back. Aaron Jones is playing unreal right now. And uh, guys like uh, Alexander, uh, Zaire Smith, uh, Preston Smith, guys like that <clears throat> on a defense can can contribute enough to where the offense can take them to the Super Bowl. And uh, I do think that they will be there for the NFC. Uh, and then probably... Uh, I don't like saying it. Probably Chiefs again for AFC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, they they haven't looked even great uh, this year. They've had a lot of close games going into overtime with the Chargers. I think that was like week two or three. But, uh, yeah, you just know whenever that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes can turn it on. And it's not great for... For everyone else in the AFC, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, they're one of the things where when when they get going, it, it's tough to to stop them. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess my second choice would be Ravens. Uh, their offense hasn't looked that great, but their defense is just spectacular. Everything that they've added, especially uh, the rookie linebacker Patrick Queen from LSU. I mean, he's contributing right away and. I mean, it was a perfect pick, too. Yeah, I mean, you, you're not buying into the uh, to the to the five and O Titans out there. You think they'll uh, they'll they'll fall back down to earth at some point? I have uh, said it in my podcast. I think with the amount of carries and hits that Derrick Henry takes, I think he's going to break down. I mean, just like. All the other backs that have played that way, they break down at some point. So I feel like it's going to happen. He is proving me wrong. Uh, but yeah, I am. But nothing to take away from uh, Tanhill either. He's playing crazy good. I didn't expect that either. So yeah, Titans could definitely be uh, a contender that I don't really think. Any, I mean, they made the AFC Championship last year. I still wasn't really thinking about them as a uh, contender for this year. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I mean, you, you think you you kind of forget that they made it to the AFC Championship last year and then you they come back, you know, they're 5 and 0 now and it's just something about them you just you just don't feel like you're sold on it. I don't know if it's just you can't get that stigma out of your head that, you know, for for years now, you know, Tennessee hasn't hasn't been that great. Yeah. And 
it's one of those teams that you see and you're like, oh, Tennessee, they, they're never going to, you know, they're not going to do anything, you know. And then it's like, okay, well, they make it to the championship game last year. They're 5-0 and now. They've been playing, playing well. Uh, yeah, nobody, I certainly wouldn't have expected Tannehill to, to keep playing at such a high level, you know, from last year, you know, you know, take it over from Mariota. So it's it's one of those teams that's like, well, can they can they do it? I mean, I could kind of you know see them making it to the to the Super Bowl. I mean, they just kind of have to get that nice nice happy medium between you know the throwing and, and the and the running. Like you said about getting not having Derrick Henry, you know, getting banged up, you know, mm-hmm. you know week ten or something like that, and then he's you know has some nagging injury or he's out. I mean, it's all good and well now when he's just running over people, but uh, after a while, it's gonna it's gonna take a hit. Yeah, uh, I mean, ask me in a couple uh, weeks what I think about the Titans, and it could definitely be just the complete opposite of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I know. All, all it takes is a, a few weeks and a few bad games to, to sway your opinion uh, uh, one way or another. So, so yes, no. definitely. Uh, but it's all for the fun, you know. It's it's football. It's back. You know, we're we're happy. We've we've made it through uh, six weeks. You know, without any major uh, too crazy shakeups. So we'll be looking forward to seeing how the the rest of the season plays out and I'll be trying to I'll be trying to catch up to you in the uh, in the Pickham League here. I mean, you're at uh 63 points. I'm at 56 right now. So uh it's going to be I'm going to need a little help uh to <laughs> to find my way back up cuz as I found over the years in in the Pickham leagues, you know, I mean, once somebody gets up to that, you know, lead, even if it is only, you know, a handful of games in front, you really need to start, you know, picking some long shots to try to uh, catch up there, and you really need luck on your side to make it happen. I hope I just don't get too cocky and uh, start picking the underdogs to uh, win, just trying to show out. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, either way, we're, we're doing better than the, the, the guy, Sean, who's in last place, who has zero points and never picked a single game this year. So, so yeah. hey, at least, at least we started and, and stuck with it because <laughs> – because as we've seen, some people like to, uh, they're all in in the beginning, like, yeah, 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 I'm going to pick. And then they miss, you know, a week or two of picking games, and then they're at the bottom of the list, and then they uh, give up. So, Yeah, once you miss one week, you're, I'm you're guessing screwed. most people just call it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's really no coming back at, at that point. If you miss, you know, week one, I mean, maybe you have a chance. You picks you get lucky on some picks, but mm-hmm. you know, definitely you miss two weeks, uh, you're you're done. There's really <laughs> there's really no coming back at that point. I mean, it's bad enough, you know, being you know, you know, seven games, you know, six seven games behind you right now. I mean, if you're you know ten, you know, ten or twenty back. I mean, yeah, there's <laughs> there's no way. Uh, just throw in the towel, and we'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do, do I get any uh, merch for winning this thing? Do I get uh, some? Yeah, we'll get you, Well, yeah, we'll get you some if 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 you win. And that's if you win. I mean, anybody <laughs> whoever wins, 
Yes, they will get some uh, some some bum wine bob uh, uh, merch and some, and some swag uh, uh, sent their way. The past few winners have received. You you can you can uh, you can reach out to the past few winners. I have sent them the the merchandise. They have it to prove it. So it's it's all legit. It's all. <laughs> all right. I just want to support the podcast. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you some uh, some some koozies, some some magnets, uh, whatever else I have uh, I've laying around here. But but definitely, yeah. I, it's, I I I I appreciate the support. I appreciate you coming on here and uh, hanging out, having some drinks, talking some uh, some football. I mean, you want to you know. Give some, uh, give a last plug, you know, tell people where they can find you and, and your podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, this is, or I am host of the uh, Scoop and Score podcast, uh, just the Scoop and Score. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Uh, follow the Twitter account at Scoop Podcast. Uh, we just did a promotion. We are now sending uh, one of our guest hosts, uh, Zach Brokaw, through a table. <laughs> I, I say I just saw that before. I saw uh, you hit the 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 follower count you were looking for, and he's going to be uh, going through a table. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> yep, doing it Bills Mafia style. Yeah. But uh, thank you for having me on. I had a great time. Uh, love uh, having some beers and talking football. And uh, great show, everyone. Uh, I mean, yeah, you definitely got a fan of me. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on here. We'll uh, we'll definitely have to, you know, touch base again maybe later in the season and see uh, see how everything stacks up. Uh, <laughs> For sure, it could totally be right? a different season. Yeah, exactly. You know, you come back, you know, after like week twelve or something, and it's like, okay, you know, go, getting to the tail end of the season now, saying, okay, you know, we talked here after week six. Uh, how wrong were we? <laughs> Hey, maybe the Jets are ten and six at that point. Hey, maybe. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> thinking? I'll, I'll take that. You know, making that making that run. <laughs> you got to talk into existence. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, on that note, hey, th- thanks for being on here and raising my my spirits uh, <laughs> here. But yeah, definitely. You know, be sure to to check him out. Check out uh, Jacob over there at the uh, the Scoop and Score podcast. You know, give him a follow. Uh, tell them that uh, that bum wine Bob sent you, and yeah, for sure we'll be keeping tabs on you and the podcast and everything else you have going on. Sounds good. Thank you for having me, man. All right, All right. Thanks again. And until next time, cheers. <laughs>